Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live as we do every week from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from, oh, longtime friend of the show and our neighbor in the Jade Forest, Vendir Donbo. And he writes, Hi, Tosh Mafuni. Thank you for having me over for the 100th episode. Well, it was great to have you, Vendir. I was just wanting to let you know, now that the new year is upon us, the baby cloud serpents are getting to be a handful. So we're inviting everyone who has some spare time to come on down and even bring the kids to spend the day running around with the cloud serpents. Please let Velmic know that I'm sure Alice would have a blast. Yeah, I bet she would too. Play catch with the little ones, and for those who are old enough, they can try out the cloud serpent racing. And, of course, around midday each day, we'll be holding the time trial runs for the Grand Serpent Race. I hope this letter finds you well, and here's to another 100 episodes at least. Talk to you again soon, Vendir. Well, what a wonderful invitation to everyone, Vendir. You know, Velmic normally hears these letters, so I hope he's going to take you up on it. Thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. According to a recent visitor to the Lazy Turnip, who had been dispatched by Alliance leadership to Pandaria, there is an imminent threat of an old god offensive on the Vale of Eternal Blossoms. This is consistent with rumors throughout Azeroth that Alliance and Horde leadership are gravely concerned about a looming threat from the recently escaped old god Nazoth and a reformed Black Empire. Nazoth has long exerted a corrupting influence over leaders and significant figures throughout Azeroth's history, including Neltharion and Queen Ashara, and is personally responsible for the formation of the Emerald Nightmare. The Half-Hill Report will keep you updated as we receive more information. Well, on the lighter side of local news, it was the Half-Hill social event of the season, as Jan Ironchin, former starting left inside strongback for the Mighty Mushans, and Irie Freeflower, the often controversial spokesperson for the Red Crane Society, exchanged wedding vows. The ceremony was held on the steps of the Lazy Turnip in front of friends and family, and the large and well-attended reception was spread throughout the village to accommodate all the guests. Catering was provided by the faculty and students at the Ironpaw Culinary Institute. I had a chance to catch up with Jan, during the party. Hey, Jan, Jan, over here. Hey, Tosh Mufuni here from the Half-Hill Report. Hey, Jan, do you care to say something to our listeners on this happy occasion? Hey, how you doing, buddy? (laughs) Well, I hardly know what to say. You know, Irie is really the talker. But I haven't been this happy since we beat the Fells in my last game as a senior. March on, Mushans! Yeah, woohoo! Well, that's, that's great, Jan. So what are your plans now that you've graduated and are married? Oh, you know, since Irene is still in school, we need to stay local for a while. Say, you don't need a sports reporter, do you? Well, that's certainly an interesting proposition. I'll, I'll think about it. 
Thanks, buddy. Hey, I gotta go. I see my mom over there. Hi, Mom! Well, from everyone here at the Half Hill Report, congratulations to the happy couple. And I gotta say, personally, I'm grateful that she'll now be known as Irie Ironchen because honestly, Irie Fleep, Irie Fleep, her name before was a real tongue twister. Hey, folks, the next time you're hosting a gala event, your first stop should be the fine vendors of Half Hill Market and the master chefs of the Iron Paw Culinary Institute, who have all the very finest in Pandaren cuisine made with the freshest local ingredients. Half Hill Market, open every day all year round, a world of shopping right here in our own backyard. It's time now for the Rizak Report, a semi-regular report from our Goblin in the Field, sponsored by Keen Bean Katha. The last we heard from Rizak, he was having some success with providing a service to the soldiers in Astronar. Let's find out how he's doing. Hey, college, how you doing? Well, now that those time-wasting holidays are over with, I can get back to the important stuff in life, namely making gold. <laughs> but before I do that, I just gotta say, I'm a bit confused and a little disappointed about the name change for these reports of mine. I mean, come on. Report doesn't have the same ring to it as war report. You see what I'm saying? That sounds way more important. And besides, I'm not sure what to write about now. I mean, I know the war is over, sort of. I mean, it ain't over everywhere, that's for sure. So I still got plenty of war to write about. But if it ain't gonna be a war report, then what should it be? Ah, well, I heard this Nazath guy is going to be stirring up some trouble before too long, so I can write about that when it happens, and maybe then you'll change the title back to what it should be. Yeah, War Report, that's what it should be. In the meantime, I'll catch you up with what I've been doing since that nice party we had. The little venture in Astronaut is still going pretty well, but we're probably going to have to shut it down soon because uh, all the soldiers are leaving now that things are pacified in Ashenvale. But that Mercy, she's one heck of a business partner, so I'm working on something else for her to do. She'd like to go back to Stormwind, and that's a perfect place for what I have in mind. And I still got this roadblock on the mechanical parts for other races, partly because the gnomes want to keep the stuff for themselves, and partly, eh, the other guys just don't seem to see my vision. But I ain't forgotten that, no siree. You can bet your robes I'm going to keep going on that. Yeah, I would have said boots, but you don't wear no boots. And besides, gambling don't pay off till you're the big guy. Anyway, here's what I'm working on right now, as we speak. As you know, there are lots of soldiers who are out of work right now, and since there's kind of depression going on, they've been spreading out all over the world to look for any work they can find. Most of it's honest work, helping people out, but uh, some of it's kind of shady. In either case, those adventurers got stuff they want to sell, and they don't have any real idea what things are worth, so I've been buying stuff, you know, weapons, armor, food stuff, mounts, etc., etc., and selling it to dealers for a little profit on each one. Sort of being a middleman. Not my usual style, but it's paying off, and I'm getting it set up so Mercy can do it on the Alliance side. Small profits, but lots of volume. Well, I guess that's all for now. Not too exciting, but what can you do with a report? <laughs> report. This ought to be a war report. Everybody knows this should be a war report. 
I'm a war reporter. Uh, I had a feeling he wasn't going to be happy about changing the name of his feature. Well, some people just don't handle change well. The Rizak Report is brought to you by the Keen Bean Kaffa Company, a Grummel-owned and operated Kaffa trading company. Keen Bean. Good beans, good Kaffa. Checking the Azeroth calendar, the holiday season is over, but there's still a lot going on this coming month. The Dark Moon Fair raises its tents starting tomorrow for its week-long celebration of all that's weird and wonderful in Azeroth. And in just a few weeks, Azeroth's annual recognition of the memory of our ancestors, the Lunar Festival, will be here. It's time once again for our weekly feature, The Inside Story, with everyone's favorite Draenei food and lodging critic, Velmic. So, Velmic, hey, Tush, did you forget that we are changing name of this feature? Uh, no, I was kind of hoping you'd forgotten. No, I didn't forget. So, starting from today, this is no longer the inside story. It is now wandering with Velmic and Demesis. Tosh, you don't have a problem with change, do you? No, no, um, not at all. You've, uh, you've definitely earned the right to call your feature what you want. So, for this first edition, what do you have for us? Well, for this show, Demesis and I travel to Broken Isles and visit place called Valshara. So, um, the first episode of Wandering with Velmic. Velmic and Demesis. Right, okay. The first episode of Wandering with Velmic and Demesis is a visit to Valshara. Very exciting, yes? Yeah, and uh, annoyingly alliterative. What? <laughs> Nothing. So, tell us all about your visit to Valshara. Right, so. First place we go to is Village of Lorlathil. Tosh, what a pretty village. Buildings there are wonderful night elf structures, and so green with many beautiful flowers. And the Mises just fall in love with all of the cute little animals, the gleam fawns, elfin rabbits, fae darters, and even the squirrels, which uh, we find out are not too popular with the locals. Well, it sounds just beautiful. But it was, but not just beautiful. Lorlathil is a place of great history. We talk to many peoples there and find out that Valshara is oldest center for druids in all Azeroth. And Lorlathil village is where Malfurion and Illidan Stormrage were born. Really? Yes, well, they grew up in city of Suramar, but still, Lorlathil is where they were originally from. And Valshara is still center for all druids, including the great Cenarius himself. Wow, did you actually meet Cenarius? No, no, but we did meet his children, who are called Keepers of the Grove. These are very impressive and keep watch over Lorlathil, along with their sister Dryads. As a matter of fact, we did meet one Dryad there by name of Aranel. When there was trouble for Cenarius during War with Legion, she worked closely with champions to help bring together druids to help save Cenarius. Wow, she must be very noble. Oh, yes, but uh, I don't think Demesis thought much of her. Really? Why not? Well, uh, how do I put this? Uh, she has maybe little problem with personal hygiene. Um, I beg your pardon? 
her space where she was. It was little uh, redolent. I'm sorry, I'm, uh, I'm not following you. Poop, okay? There was lots and lots of poop. Ew. I know, right? Okay, flowers too, which are probably growing so nice because of her uh, personal fertilizer, but still. Okay, okay, uh, moving along. So listen, I know this feature isn't an in review anymore, but was there an in? Okay, Tosh, I'll make you a deal. From now on, if there is in where we visit, I promise to talk about it. But I'm not going to give reviews anymore, okay? Deal. Good. Okay. So, Inn is called Traveler's Den, and is large, beautiful place down inside roots of Great Tree, with couple of nice private beds behind screens for sleeping. Innkeeper Feonir Cloud Thistle keeps very nice inn, as well as large library. So this is good place for travelers in Valsharat to rest. That's great, thanks. I'm sure the listeners will find that information handy. So, what about the rest of Valsharat? You know, Tosh, while Demesis and I were in the inn, we spend lots of time looking at the books in the library. And Tosh, there is so much history in Valsharat that it's just too much for one show. We could talk for a long time about what happened here during War of Ancients, how it broke off on Kalimdor because of Sundering, and all things that happened during recent war with Legion. But it's just too much for one show. So we are thinking maybe we go back a couple of times and talk about each place we visit. So that answers the question about where you'll be going to next week. Actually, no. I heard letter from that nice Vendir Donbo. So maybe next week we are taking Alice to play with cloud serpents in Jade Forest. But after that, we are definitely going back to Valshara and visit Temple of Elun. We'll look forward to hearing about it. Until then, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Aka, Tash. See you next week. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Well, folks, it's a new year that's sure to be full of new adventures. And if your adventures bring you to Pandaria, drop by and see us, won't you? And when you do, remember to order up a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And make sure to tune in later this week for a brand new season of The Great Grease Collar. Listen in every week to the hilarious misadventures of that hapless goblin, Wex Vessel Grease Collar, and his mischievous twin nieces, Menke and Packle. Brought to you every week by Smoky Wood Pastures. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria. The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. 
No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half-Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half-Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.